Do 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 theme song. Hey, what right the hootie potty is? I'm gonna solo the Yeah, no, that was too loud. I appreciate it again. I, 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 I apologize, oh, oh, guys. Oh, can, can you just first topic? Um, new decal on my Mac. What? That yeah. is so good. Yeah. It, look at this blood everywhere and what? like. That's not at all. Yeah, what that I is. know, because you know, I was making a joke because they couldn't yeah, see it, so I was trying to it, make it it's more. It's the old-fashioned Apple logo, like the colored stripes there from the old logo, but on the back of my Mac, only where it lights up, and it's see-through, so That's it lights so up as the old cool. logo. I got one from me and Paula. Aww. Actually, I still have hers. Ah, <laughs> 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 so lame. Oh, here's your headphones. There we go. So, we're, we're still a thing, apparently, guys. Just so you know. We, we've just had really bad luck, like, through giving stuff up. We Our audio engineer lost his headphones, so really, uh, editing was impossible. And that's all we're going to talk about, really, why we didn't, you know, because I, I feel like we could spend a whole episode apologizing to you guys. Well, you know, I, think we should I mean, it. even just briefly, I haven't been home for more than, like, two days in the last mm, few months. Fair enough. So I've been living in my girlfriend's place the last little while. I found a lighter. It was <coughs> awesome. There's flames. It was really cool, guys. That's, that's, my, that's me for the past three months, guys. Like he's been gone for three months. <laughs> <laughs> no, Calvin. Calvin's been doing a play. And, oh yeah, yeah. And you remember, remember? I I remember. I think I mentioned this. How I I I said I I, I got in and stuff, and it's I said that sort of thing. I I'm being rather loud. Um, oh no, you're really fast. You're stuttering. It's true. Quick. Fair enough. We're excited. We haven't done this so we, long. We're, we're so out of practice. But no, I know I've been doing jitters. If it, guys want to check it out, it's I think it's playing from the nineteenth to the twenty ninth of April. I'm gonna be do, turning. I yeah. It's just, anyways. It's 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 a pretty good play, you know. It's it's a it's a comedy drama sort of thing. We've been working rather hard of it. I've I've been doing like seven hours a week for the past you know couple of weeks. Let's say the past ten or so weeks, which has been pretty sweet. I've I've also been doing school. And in fact, actually today I went to school. At, this is a, this is a really funny story. I went to school. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do some learning today. I show up. No, this is of course because um, oh the strike the strike. This is gonna be a big topic today because I'm fucking pissed about this. I know. I, I yeah. I, I have I have a lot to say too about it. So it's gonna be lots of fun because um what what happened is at Concordia, which is my uh, university. I mean my, I, I was trying to make a joke about how you work at the fruit side. Anyways, um I, so, so I'm trying to make a bang for no reason. But no um so the the fine arts department because I'm I'm in a fine arts program, they voted on a strike. Not this Thursday, but last Thursday. So two Thursdays ago. It doesn't really matter because well, hopefully this is really up in time. But anyways, and this Thursday was the second of March. There we go. And so um, dates much easier. You're right. I know exactly. Yeah, well, March second. So there's a, there's a vote held during one of my classes. Of course, it was yeah. a vote. Did you, hear, did you hear how they did the vote? It's from three to six. Vote of hands on this is this is this is this is the CSE vote. Oh, they invited the entirety of Concordia, which is like forty something thousand students. Yeah. Into a room that seats maybe five hundred people, but this to vote by show of hands. This was the CSU though, which is which happened last. Um, when this happened this week, I remember. Yeah. yeah. This is this was like last Thursday, no, last Wednesday when it, when it happened, and so Fast has been on strike since Monday, and then on this Wednesday, CSU voted for a strike that's starting on next Thursday for some reason that's going to last for a week. It's, it's this big whole jumbled mess, and I've heard, you know, it doesn't make any sense the system, because, like, I feel like it should be done, like, maybe online in a more democratic sense, because yeah, raising hands really easy. does not make and it... And, I mean, essentially, the reason they're fighting this is because we're raising the price of education in Quebec. Yeah, which, which I, is... I understand I understand that discontent towards, but I don't feel like a strike is the way to do it. Yeah, so essentially, you're going to want the students not go to their classes they've already paid for, 
So enforcing them to then go to them again at some future point because they can't well, go to the class and still pass. It, it's it's true that that is true for a lot of the um, like you know uh, science classes where you have to you know learn this sort of thing. But arts classes, I'm luckily. <laughs> he has one of those bendy letters, and it's pointing at its, at its own finger to be. Like, That's literally the trigger. <laughs> you're hurting yourself. No. Anyways, no, no, off topic. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. The tangent. Why not? But um, what you call it? it it's I've mean, I've heard stories of the, the, the at the e the VA building, which is a fine arts building, which essentially because it's it's I haven't seen many picket lines, right? Because fine arts, um, you know, it, only the fine arts and some other smaller departments have gone to strike. Maybe they're bigger than the fine arts, but I feel like the fine arts is a quarter of the school. There's, like, the engineering specifically have gone on strike, or, like, you know, that, that sort of thing. So, um, uh, what's it called? Um, so, so, I haven't seen many lines, but I know at the VA building, which I've never actually gone into during the strike week because my class was just canceled because I sent, I sent them emails. And just, well, I've, I haven't had a, a real class this week, but um, I, I didn't end up showing up to my class on Wednesday because they we sent out emails, no one was, like, Three people were gonna show up. I was. I said I would show up because people were presenting, and I like if people are gonna be presenting stuff to class, I'm not gonna make them present it to an empty class. It seems cruel, you know. Isn't Artsy a little bit. What? Artsy a bit. Yeah. Presenting to an empty class. What? Presenting to an empty class. Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, this is, this is really interesting. <laughs> topic. Uh, no, it's, it's actually the same topic. On Tuesday, I had my performance arts class where my performance art, where we perform and we do art. <laughs> and anyway, so so one student, um, she was supposed to present that day. But she also, well, I, just, I talked with her afterwards. She was, her name is Flo. And she, um, what's it called? She, she was really into the, um, into the whole idea of not raising tuition because she wants to be a teacher. She's very, she feels very passionate about the, the prices not going up. You know, she wants them to stay as where they are. But she, she doesn't necessarily support the strike. But she did want to strike because of the principle of the thing. Anyways, um, she, she, what she did is she went to the classroom and just lied in front of it. Our class starts at, 8.30, she went there at 5, and was planning to stay till 12, until she, she eventually decided to stop when the teacher actually closed the door, because only two people showed up, and they, they, they were there, and they discussed her her piece, because that's what we're supposed to do, you know, we're supposed to all go in and present things and discuss the piece, but everyone else was striking, so it didn't really end up working. So that, that I think I think that, that was really a really cool loophole. So she, so she combined going to class and doing her work She, she was to class? She didn't go to class, by pro, and, but she presented her assignment that it required her to go to class to do, strangely enough, you know? Works out. I like the idea. Yeah. My complaint, though, is the big argument is, well, higher education is free in Europe. Yeah. But the difference is it's covered by taxes. Right. Well, so is, so is, it, it, so is it here. No, no, but I mean, know. like, entirely. Like, we pay, like, how yeah. much? Like, every hundred bucks you pay on your taxes towards schooling, they're putting, maybe, like, 600 bucks. And it's everyone. Even yeah. if they're not in school. So, yeah, so essentially, so much is being covered that they're able to pay everything so well that students don't have to pay for the basics. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. Which I, I think it's really important because there's also the argument that we're the lowest paying, we pay the lowest for education in all of like North America. But like we don't need to be geographically, you know, we don't need to have our policies made based on whatever else around us is doing, you know? Exactly. People over there, far away, are, are, are coping with it the same way. I don't think it matters what everyone else is doing, but it doesn't matter, you know, what has succeeded and failed in the past. And, you know, and uh, I was going to say something. I was, I had, I had a thing to say. And I, I, I like the idea of having cheaper education. I, I, you know, maybe we could, I, I could say a raise, but 75% in five years seems a bit much to me. That, that's, I, I'm a maybe in this. That's why I'm 
not passionately striking, but I'm not trying to go to class at all costs. I'm, I'm, I guess you could consider it the lazy way that what I'm doing. But, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, I don't, I, I understand why it is a pretty large amount. Maybe seventy five percent over ten years. I, I, I guess so. I can imagine that. Or even maybe fifty percent over a small amount of time, but it's still it's a lot of money in a quick amount of time. But the way they're going about it, though, just seems really counterproductive. Oh, for sure, for they're sure. They're essentially putting money into the school, and then saying, "I'm not going to go class. I'm not going to go to the classes I've now paid to go to, so I can right. protest paying more money." Yeah. So oh. even if they don't end up paying more, if this somehow does, I mean, actually work, and there is no t- a raise or some no. better circumstance where the raise is a lot less or spread out on more time, they don't get affected as much. They've just wasted a full semester's tuition. Well, not, not a full semester, but yeah, yeah you, still, you wasted, still some time. You've wasted your, part of your tuition, part of the money you spent on education, by being counterproductive. Yeah, oh, for I sure. Just, it, it just drives me mental to think, like, that's what your plan is. And, and uh, uh, there's, there's also, like, there's, there's also something to be said for creating an event, you know? I, I don't want to go on this other tangent. Cause I'm, I'm going to bring in a tangent, but we, I, I don't want to go too far into it. Coney. Coney, exactly. Uh, Creating an event. Make, uh, April 20th, we'll do this, you know? Doing that has some val- it, it helps push a cause. I don't, I don't know if I agree or disagree with that sort of, that, that sort of marketing of a, of a cause, but I feel like it works strongly. But, uh, uh, but also, uh, uh, from what, your, your side, I guess, I, I don't know if anyone's really taking sides of this, but anyways. Well, I'm sure um, it too. I just, yeah, it's... I, I feel like I understand why they're, why they're striking. I understand why they're upset. I understand why the, why the price is going up. I see the valuable sides. I just think the way they're fighting it is stupid. Oh, for sure. I have yeah, no way of saying, stupidity. oh, here's a better way. I'm just saying what you're doing, even if it does work, is also working against you at the same time. It's it's true. I I I was talking to this girl yesterday, and she was saying how um you know she had to go to a class because she had to hand something in. It was it was important. It wasn't like there was nothing political behind it. She just had to hand something in. You know, like some teachers they legally have to show up to the class and to stop the they they can't they, no matter even if they totally agree with the strike they have to show up. You know. Anyways, so she was like, well, it's my right to go to class, and it really is. And there's there's. The FAFSA and the CSU and Concordia itself. The CSU, you know, CSU is the student union and Concordia is the actual okay, I was organization. Say, like, yeah. CSU is like an SCU? CSU? Yeah. CSU, Concordia Student, student Union. union. And okay. the Fine Arts Student Association. Anyways, they, they decided, it, it, they, they've always been saying, you know, you, you cannot physically stop someone from going to class. And, and she was with a bunch of like people going to this one class. And they were, they were actually physically barred by students. And it, it even though... Everyone's saying don't do it. There's people are not able to control it. You know, the, the, the CSU are the same way that they failed to do the, the a really a democratic way of voting. They also failed to, to implement this rule that you cannot stop people to go. And she was saying that. Well, actually, according to Concordia's actually letter about this, I actually read it. Uh, students cannot block you from entering yeah. the buildings, but they may block the entrance to classes. They are allowed to do so. You may then ask for their names. And this person can then be, you know, dealt with either through expulsion or punishment, whatever it is. If they refuse to give a name, take your phone out, take a picture of them, they'll be identified. Huh. Which well, is the most counterproductive thing ever. No, I, I feel like if you want to go to class, you should. And you I, should. And, and she, apparently she got into a discussion with someone saying, like, it's my right to go to class, you know? I've paid for this class and I want to do it. Exactly. And then and then this guy, this, this like, I've been very, very maybe neutral about this and this is the first time I feel they got pissed off is when she said that he said 
um, it's my right to stop you. And no, it isn't, you know? It's, like, the whole idea behind the strike is so that everyone can get access to education. And to stop people from getting access to education so everyone can get access to education boggles my mind, and it's hypocrisy. That's, that's, that's the equivalence of going to a bank, taking someone else's money, and saying, well, I have a right to this money. No, you don't. No. The owner has a right to this money. You were just somebody taking it, blaming you, claiming you have rights. Yeah. That is not how that works. <laughs> you know, you have rights to your own body. You have a right to, to go through space and, you know, anyways. But uh, draw, drawing on that, I, I do like the idea that, um, of this, this, this is something I made up myself and I've really hooked onto it, is the idea that uh, it, having a lower tuition means that we're going to be led by the smartest possible people, not the richest possible smart people, you know? I, I like the idea that, say, say, what if we have a really, really smart guy, but he's in a poor family, and he's working... Well, that's with... always been an issue. It's been one of those big things. That's why there are this... I, mean, I, I agree with you, but that's why there are all these grants and tuition oh, programs... Oh, for sure, but they, they always don't work, you know. True, they don't always work the best, but, I mean, you always have... I can't remember the name of it now, but there's a group that goes every year and does, like, a... Um, they're like the spelling bees of the younger grades. Kind yeah, of they, they give them... They, they sort of figure out which of, these, which of these kids has the talent and would, would, would be able to afford in a higher education... But and even elementary, yeah. you know, as long as you keep your grades, hit a certain point, we'll cover your schooling or we'll invite you to the school. It's kind of like an even more counterproductive of the sports thing there, where if you're good at your sport, they'll pay your way through school so you can continue playing on their sports team. That's, yeah, that doesn't make that, any sense. It's that's the same kind of idiot. It, 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 it's a much better version of that, using educational yeah, sports yeah. talent. I guess so. It's, it's a little sports and money thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fair, fair enough. That's yikes. But yeah, yeah I, I guess it's, it's true, but I, I feel like I like the idea of whoever is physically... Like, not physically, but, you know, mentally able to and should go to school and get an education should. And I, I feel like it, it makes the whole society better the more education you get. Even if someone goes and gets a degree that they never actually use in a workforce, I feel like going to university is a worthwhile experience. And, I, you know, it makes you just a better voter, a better citizen, a more, more informed person. And it's good to have concerns that are greater than yourself, and I feel like university does that. You yeah, know? I mean, coming from a college dropout myself, personally, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I went to college for as much as I think, because I did learn a lot. I don't have a fancy piece of paper saying I'm a major or a, uh, whatever the degree you get with stage of his, uh, BAC? Uh, yeah, but a, a CAD, college, yeah, yeah, so you... Whatever paper it is I would normally get saying, oh, I did all these things, I've done most of them, though, and I've done all the ones that matter, and I have a basic sense of common knowledge and worldviews. No, it, it's true. It's, and there's, yeah. But that's, of course, CJEP, which is this fancy little thing we have in Quebec, which, you know, which I, I like that it's cheaper, you know, and maybe it should just extend to university. I, I feel like grades should be the cutoff to how far your education goes, not the money you have, you know? I feel like that should be what, you know, it, it shouldn't be... Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I really, I like the system that Europe has, and I think we should, more places adopt it, where it's just, the society pays for education for the for the, the many. Right. I mean, the downside is any of people who then just go because, why the fuck not go, because it's free. But, you know, it, whatever, it's... And just drift through. But I mean, if everything's being paid for anyways, you know there's those who cannot afford normally, they're going to go and get the education they could. Those who are worth going to the school are going to go because they want to. And I mean... No. I think in the longer run, better education for more people, as opposed to those who can afford it go. Oh, uh, for sure, for sure. And like, there's this whole idea that like the people protesting are like people in coffee shops having like forty dollar coffees and typing 
70 million texts on their iPads and phones while they have an iMac out. And they're also, like, throwing money out the window, you know. Also, our next tangent, the new iPad. <laughs> the new iPad. Not the iPad 3, that's the it's, iPad it's, 2S. I'm going to fight this one in a second. Uh, so we we'll got off the subject of school. But it, it, the, I, I just want to finish that yeah, one point. Yeah, finish your point. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's not those people who are going to be affected. Maybe they'll have to throw out you know, their iPad and only have an iPhone and an iMac, you know, whatever. You know, It's it's not them going to be affected. It's going to be people who are working like 17 million jobs and have to, to support themselves to get through school who aren't going to not be able to go to school anymore, you know? There's the one who's going to have to drop out. It's, it's you know, we're, you know, we're going to, we, you know, yeah, just because a place is filled with like a lot, yeah, it, it's it's not true. I I feel like I'm just brain farting at this point. So go ahead with your iPad tangent. <laughs> okay, well I was going to go the tangent of Apple products, being a fan, and just say uh, being a uh, fan. I was making fan noises, guys. Terrible fan. Noise. I know. Oh, cry, <laughs> cry. But, um, so Apple announced this week the the new iPad, which is not its name, FYI. Okay, okay. What they're doing is, I'm trying to clarify this for people, is your iPod Touch right now, if you have an iPod, is it the iPod 6? No, no, it's just an iPod. Maybe it's a Nano or a Classic or a Touch. There's no number attached to it. it okay. it's, it has a number we don't use, like the iPod Touch now is on its fourth generation. The Nano's on its sixth. The right. Shuffle's on its, I think, fourth? And I feel like the nanos, though, they've changed a lot, so it they matters, have. you know, the five and the, the four, five, and six are all really different, you oh, know, no the one two is different than the one, you but know. no one says, you say, I have one of the older iPod nanos, oh, which one, the, the long scene with the camera, the small metal ones? Yeah, I guess, I guess You sort of use so. describe real quick. Same with the iPod Touch, oh, what generation is yours? Oh, it's a new gen. But you just have an iPod Touch. So they're right. trying to do the same with the iPad now and get rid of this number system, and essentially it'll just be, this is the generation three. Yeah, The next one will so. still be called the new iPad. But it'll be referred to as the Gen 4. Right, okay. Same with the next okay. iPod Touch. It's not going to be the iPod Touch 5. It'll just be a new iPod Touch. I guess I guess that makes sense, so it's, I guess. And it's, I figure, and then yeah. the funny thing is, the iPhone will do the same thing, most likely. Yeah. What's the next iPhone supposed to be? The 5. Nope, it'll be the 6. Uh, the original iPhone was the 1. that never came out in Canada. The next one was the 3G, which would make the Generation 2. Right. The 3GS would be the true number 3. The 4 is the 4, conveniently. Right. And then the 4S would be the fifth generation of it. Oh. So the next one will come out as the new one, and in all the specifications and terms, it'll be referred to as the Generation 6 iPhone. Yeah, so, I guess, so I guess, it's going to be kind of funny to see that happen. Yeah, I guess so, because the, the, I, I guess it makes sense, because, um, like, you know, the whole number system is a bit too, like, industrial, and, like, makes it this whole, like, yeah, it makes it, it, makes it less... Because there's this whole outcry of like you know the original iPod, the I I I mean iPad and the iPad two like six months later you know it's kind of well, like, yeah like they were saying during the whole keynote is like the iPad is one of the biggest products like, it's like can you think of a time we didn't have the iPad it's such a common household tool the iPad the tablet I guess well, like I looking into it like just, I mean especially I guess working in an environment where I see them a lot more fair enough you just see them being used by so many people like I've gone to coffee shops where they use the iPad as a menu there's restaurants adopting it now. Bombardier has discontinued the physical manuals for airplanes in lieu of having an iPad or two in each plane and then one or two per staff team. Huh. All the engineers that use them so they don't throw manual books. They just type in the parts they're looking for and find all the pages associated. Uh, Philip, Philip DeFranco now, like, he, he, he operates a lot, but his old stuff ends up becoming, like, teleprompters for his show or, like, you know. Yeah, it's, it's the iPad has become such an amazing tool and it's, like, every company, every industry, every environment does a use for it. 
It's been around for two years. I guess. Well, it's it's really become. It became. It started as a joke. And I was watching uh, some old um, uh, Jason Amir oh, yeah. bits today, and they're doing one of the ones. The iPad first came out. And he's like, I'm so, I'm so excited for it. And he's like, Well, what is it? And they're both in there. Went, uh, it, it has it, increased it, capabilities. It, it revolutionizes it. Revolutions what? It. Yeah. It's just literally alive. And that was the joke. Whenever the, like, yeah, that was a joke. Yeah. Nobody believed it's a real product, and now it's one of the most common tools. It's almost replaced the household computer. It's, I mean, the choice between that and a laptop. I was originally a laptop guy. I've honestly realized I'm getting an iPad next. Like, honestly, I, the, how portable it is, how much it can do. Like, I mean, I've been playing with iPhone on my phone recently. I, I picked it up. Right. And just being able to have a device that can do video editing, small scale, but still some pretty intense stuff. Uh. Photo editing on a professional scale my, from what I, what I played with. Like, I mean, like, near photo quality editing. Um, okay. I haven't really played with the garage band much, but I mean, I, I've seen it being used some pretty intense music projects on the phone on the iPad. Right. And here we go with this setup that for $17 or so with taxes on a device as powerful as an average laptop, which you can get for as low as 50, 500 bucks, it's ridiculous. Well, I guess, uh, uh. It, it really, like, I, I was always a firm believer in the iPad's a great tool, but you know what? I don't see enough use for it. When you get it now, I'm like... I, my goal was originally, I'm currently on a MacBook Pro. Like, I'm a huge Apple fanboy, as you can see. It's, it's rec we're recording currently right now on my MacBook Pro. My logic was, um, when I have the money to for it, I'm going to get myself an iMac, fully loaded, ready to go, do graphic design, work on it, video editing, my 3D animation stuff. No issues, because it's going to be a beast. And then I'll have my laptop to go around with, and maybe eventually sell that one off and get a smaller laptop, one of the MacBook Air, so it's really portable. Right. Honestly, it's not even a, not even a question. It's, it's only an iPad. Yeah, might as well because I mean, you have, the, if you have a big thing, what, why have something, you know, yeah. have black and white, not like black and like dark gray. That was know? it. To me, it was always like the, well, the iPad's kind of like, it's, it's not enough to be or replace a laptop, but now it really is. My mother just graduated um, from Vanier. She got a teaching degree finally. Oh, cool. Fine. So cool. congrats to my mother, who's what, what? currently in Florida getting drunk. Good call, good call. That's, that's the right thing to do. always in Florida, always getting drunk. Anyways. Well, and or, one of the two. It's like a Venn diagram of drinking and Florida, my mother. Uh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> she was in Vegas last time and Burlington before that, or vice versa. Right. Or Vegas, Burlington, Vegas, Florida. Right. She travels a lot, but small trips. It's good for her. Oh. Actually, I'll be doing New England this summer. Ooh. Me and Paula are going to road trip down to New England to my parents in Maine and do the... Actually, this Boston summer I'm probably gonna do. Um, I'm going to New New Hampshire because I always go to New Hampshire. My my family. Maybe we'll meet. Choose what time are you going? We go around the Fourth of July before, for you know, it's the Fourth of July. July. You know. Okay, we're going. I think the first week of June. Because she's going to summer class, so she'll skip her Thursday class. We'll leave Wednesday morning after her fire. class. Sorry, there's fire. And then get back Monday. So do like a seven, six days. Yeah, six it'll yeah. be a lot of driving. I mean, I don't have a license yet. Also, you want to hear some great stories? What great stories? I story? literally can't drive. Why? I went to the eye doctor recently for the first time in a little while. Without your glasses? You need them? No, no. no. Essentially, he gives me the test and goes, okay, there's something weird here on the x-rays. You see like a quick eye x-ray type thing, a little, like, little flash right. there, and it goes, um, essentially, the way your eyes, you have a, your, your cornea, which essentially is a straight bar on the back of your eye. Yeah. And what happens well, is, yeah. it's generally a, a straight-ish line. It'll curve more to one side or the other. Which is one of the things that does lend to you having bad vision. And what needs to be corrected is by by the, the bending in your glasses. Right. So the more bad it is, the more bend there is to your glasses. Uh, I was currently, I was at the time with my old glasses seeing it 2050. Which translates to... It, for what, 50... It, it someone with yeah. 2020 vision sees, let's say... 20 feet, at 20, 20, feet. 20 feet away, he sees it perfectly. 
What I see at 20 feet is what he sees at 50 feet. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. So there's a 30 foot difference in my, my vision. 2040 is the cutoff for driving. So new glasses, I can see a lot better. It's like a substantial difference, I've noticed. Right. Uh, the shades, too. Very, very good. And shades. these bring me to about 2040, but not perfectly. The problem is my corneas do not bend in one way or the other, they, they are wiggle. shifting. Ah! It is a solid, it's almost like a bone. That'd be someone telling you, oh, your spine wiggles whatever it fucking feels like. Actually, Mine does. Your spine? I, I, I have scoliosis. Anyways. Okay, ironically, uh, I have scoliosis of the eyes, essentially. Uh, makes sense. So it's, it's this whole thing where what I've got to do now is I'm going to, uh, in the end of March, I'm going down to a clinic at uh, a full eye mapping, so I can actually map the cornea in 3D. Right, Which I'm sense. hoping just involves machines and no needles. Uh, no offense, needle in the eye is the scariest thing ever. Even though I know you don't feel it, right. I know if I can look right at it, you just don't think, it goes in, it goes out, you don't feel a thing. But yeah, like, that's, that's, just, that's such a terrifying thing. We were joking thing. at work about how, like, oh, they'll freeze you first with needles to the eye? Probably. Uh, <laughs> needles to my eyes. So I don't feel the needles to my eyes. What? Uh, what's the point? No, no, assuming they actually do give you some anesthetics, so you really are, like, not delirious, but you're really, like, you have, zoned out. You have to keep out. your eyes straight, though. Yeah, you know? and then you kind of freeze them so you can't look away. And you, but you're so doped <laughs> you up, you don't You can't notice it. look away. That's more terrifying than not. Well, you have one right out, you can't look away anyway. Uh, so you look away, it fucking would hurt. So I'm just, from what I've been told, what I understand of what I've looked into on the subject, it's essentially just like a CAT scan type thing, but like really like focus on like the middle of your head there. Right. So it just gets like the cornea in 3D, and it's still a lot of heavy equipment, that's why they can't do yeah, it. Oh, for sure, for sure. Not having any like surgery or anything like that, and there'll be no actual surgery as far as I know. Right. Also, I have some more info, I'm sure. Uh, and then the, apparently the, the, the process would be eye drops once a month, whether I have to go there and get them or just prescription over the counter type thing. Yeah. They're kind of new and not experimental, but still kind of new. So trying to see if there's like you know if they're perfect or not, and this may solidify mine so they stop moving, okay. as long as I keep it up. At which point, with the glasses I have right now, I would be at twenty twenty five vision. So you could actually drive. Yeah. Right now, if I went and I I went for a test right now and I set up at twenty forty, they would give me the license, but there's the, 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 legal. Like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like twenty twenty forty one is no. So twenty forty with the condition I have, which means I'll probably. On any given day, I can be anywhere between 2040 and 2050 because yeah. of how bad it is in a day. Like, it can shift. So I actually don't play my glasses very often because I'm never sure. I'm seeing sure if I'm just being fuzzy. Uh, so it's one of those things where it's like, I'm kind of horrified of the subject. But, of course, leave it to me to have the most fucked up condition possible in my yeah. eyes. I yeah. love this. <laughs> well, actually, did I tell you, um, uh, Angela's currently my little sister, my, my, my medium sister. Anyways, she just got her permit. So now she's, I, I can... Like, I, I've just got my second year uh, thing of having my full license. Mm -hmm. So now I can drive around with Angela. Like, I could, you know, I can sit next to my sister and she can drive. It's really it's really weird to have my sister drive. I was actually request uh, when the weather gets a little better. I can have it back, me and you. Yeah, well, yeah, now I can, apparently. So. Driving podcast. Drive podcast. Terrible idea. We'll you know, do it. My sister is so bad at the break. She'll, like, she'll, like... You know, I ease on the brake. I go like, oh, okay, stop. She's like, bam! And it's like a brick wall every time we hit anything. <laughs> like, it's just a stop sign, Angela. Calm down. Oh, yikes. Uh, so, uh, and also, also, guys, my, my family's actually out of town. So I've, I've been living with um, just Robo, Chico, and Pearl. Like, we've been hanging out. Robo's become very, uh, very, uh... I, I totally jumped on, like, a random story for it's no okay. reason. It's okay. I, I felt like you were going to say something anyways. But no, I really had nothing. I'm jumped on Okay, anyways, but I'm... <laughs> oh, I guess my cure for cancer can wait for another day. Yeah, fuck, fuck cures for cancer. I love when people Actually, die. I am making a shout-out today to one of my um, campers, Hannah. Uh, she just got diagnosed. Yeah. 
And Hannah, by the way, check out this. I hope I probably you've checked it out already. If, I, if you just got recently diagnosed, but check out the Fault in Our Stars by John Green. John Green's an author that I, I, I follow on um, on YouTube. I'm also on Twitter. I know him from YouTube. He also he also does some really nice history stuff. Anyways, and he, he just released, he released a book, book called Fault in Our Stars about it's about cancer and life and death and you know dealing with that and and like, in a very serious yet comedic way, which I think is really uh, yeah. Really well, awesome. her Facebook status when she was talking about herself about it. Really, she gave, like, the where's the bad news, but the good news is I'm going to do all the good I can. Like, she's preemptively shaving her head before she even goes for the treatment to donate the hair. Like and she's boss. really, really taking her strides. Honestly, I'm really proud of you, Hannah. Uh, I've actually, I'm in the, I didn't send you, but I was in the midst of writing her a, uh, a letter. That's awesome. Uh, just a quick Facebook message, just, you know, really giving her my support. No. Uh, and I'm going to send her a link to this episode when it's up because I, I want no. her to hear this. But, I, I'm, uh, I'm sorry that we're bringing this up so randomly. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> I was talking just, about kitties before. I, I, I've. You know, as much, as much as, you know, it's, it's a serious topic and, you know, it should be dealt with. Um, but, yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't no, know what that just, point was. I, I want to just, I just, you, you brought it up and I realized, you know, what a great thing to do is, you know, uh, give her a little personal time on the air here and let me share my love to her and know that I'm here for her and if I can ever come out to California, she's the first person I'm looking for. What's up? Oh. Uh, I'm looking for you, Anna. <laughs> oh, and the swearing. Yes, right. Uh, campers and shouldn't swear. Fuck. Nothing happened there. I'll just finish that one little thing. Yeah. That we can go a bit long today. It's been like, what, three weeks? Yeah, so you, know, you guys get you, you, you deserve a little bit more. But, um, what's it called? So, yeah, I've been New living at home ages. with, um, and I, I haven't been going to school very much because, you know, the strike and stuff. So I've been basically spending a lot of time home with Chico and Robo. You know, Pearl kind of hides because she's like Robo's been a real dick to her lately because that's how he is. I mean, he's been a, a meanie because the camera thing now. But um, anyways, he um, yeah. So it's been really odd just having the um, my just my dog, my, my cat and stuff. And Robo's gotten really affectionate lately. So he's oh yeah. Ex except for like in a bad way though. Like because like, obviously popping your leg. No, no, he's, oh, he, doesn't, he doesn't do that. He, he's been neutered and stuff. No, no one, I don't think any animals really do that, except for, like, to dominate, but that's what Chico does. He's the dog. But so, so Ro I can't imagine Chico dominating a piece of cheese. He, he, he... Actually, I can't younger, imagine that. It's creepy. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> someone get on and make a slash of that. <laughs> that's gotta be awesome. Calvin's dog slash a piece of Swiss cheese, specifically. Specifically. And there's holes. It makes sense. That but was no, the reason for it. He, um, so, so Robo, I've been having a really bad sleep lately because I've been, um, I'll, I'll go to bed, you know, I'll bring Chico, because Chico usually sleeps with me. No homo. Uh, <laughs> and, um, so Robo's been, like, coming up and trying to, like, sleep with me. But he purrs really fucking loud. He, <laughs> he, he roars when he purrs. Like, it's like, it's like, if, if, like, it's like, when Robo gets affectionate, it's like he's really horny and he's just like, keep his paws off you and he's like he'll come up and like that's my that's my really bad imitation of um, first is trying to say why aren't you milking that cat for karma I know I know I, I really I just follow around for a day with a camera all the karma all the karma I know but he's been he's been really loud and, and he's gotten really big too lately so like he's not as big as Chico of course you know so he it's hard to tell when he's on my body but he's been really just asshole so my sleeping schedule has been all messed up and like oh uh, you sent yourself the first time for the camper's sake and I yeah just, like, I gave up I'm sorry campers um it's okay I thought it was sort of the one of the campers I stayed at her place uh her parents had me stay over for short dinner right and they literally had some in shorts because it's nice and summery out so tattoos were showing well, only one at the time right which they didn't know about the father hands me a beer 
a Smirnoff Ice and a cigar. Why do you need two things to get drunk with? That's too many of them. That's <laughs> it was, too many of them. Just over, over like a, a dinner that was, a, I remember it was a kosher dinner at least. Right. And we're sitting there just like, you know, telling jokes. He's like telling dirty jokes. One of his kids, I was smoking a cigar. That's years hilarious. Like, I was their role model. Oh. I'm a monster. I'm a monster. <laughs> so cigar But it's, it's funny though. Sexual jokes, I find are so lame because like, they don't have to be clever. All you have to do is measure, mention sex, and it's funny. You know, like, it's not even, like, a clever, like, you just, like, boobs, ah, anal sex, ah, it's like, essentially that's what the joke is. You make, you know, the, the bar for how clever a sex joke is so much lower than every other joke, you know? Anyways, I guess, I guess on that note, I think, I think we've, we'll wrap up this catch-up um, episode. I just want to bring out one thing. Have you oh. noticed my hair yet? Yeah, it's all red. You, you dyed it. Blonde, right? With yeah, no, I was because... legitimately like, there should be pictures attached. I might even upload a picture just to link to on this episode. Yeah, but I legitimately dyed my hair. We bleached my hair preemptively for our friend's exam. Our friend Mel, who's been on the show right. before, uh, she's Paul and everyone that's watching. Yeah. Uh, and she dyed my hair, just bleached it, so that the next day, two days later for her exam, she could then dye my hair a uh, to a normal color, which I consider this. It's, it's very, very red, almost like a purplish. So it's like a really, yeah. it's like a dark, dark brown. Yeah, with the red, so the fact it's kind of like a purpley, so it's uh, it's two natural colors mixed together, which I guess makes it unnatural, no. but still considered a natural color. Which so she passed her exam, yay Mel. Done, Cloudy. Quieter, quieter, louder, louder, everyone. Okay, quieter, quieter. Okay, good. Uh, and that was literally from Easy Waiter, where he, him and him and his I girlfriend China, later. they did um they did a cover of um um. I cannot believe my eyes that the world's filled with filth and lies. But it's plain to Wait, see. Oh, he covered Dr. Horrible? Yes, with his girlfriend. I it's so awesome. Watch this right it's now. not on Weezy Waiter, though. It's on, like, Weezy News I'm or something. Gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. So hardcore. Bye, guys. We love you. With our penises. No, no, no. With, with our hearts. Calvin, hearts. Heart shaped penises. What? This is disgusting. I mean, sorry, campers. Like, please don't be distur- like distraught, disturbed for life. I'm sorry. Okay, and secondly, it's a penis-shaped heart. Uh... Good night, folks. Penis. <laughs>